1: Hello everyone, welcome to Bitesize it's Chris Pajak for you today I've got loads of news stories for you today um, as titles, we'll be talking about Barcelona wanting Thiago Alcantara, we'll be talking about the Reds who impressed on international break uh, we'll be talking about Costas and his fitness Nunes and his goal scoring run, um, Klopp and Guardiola agreeing on something for once potentially Mo Salah leaving or not um, and we'll be talking about links to Gonzalo, Gonzalo Inacio as well as a Ale- a little bit of an update on Andre. So we'll start you off um, with the players who've impressed on international duty. Now I mentioned we'd be talking about Darwin Nunes. um, Tuesday night he scored twice in Uruguay's 3-0 win over Bolivia in the CONME World Cup qualifying. Um, Two quality strikes actually, I don't know whether you've seen them or not, but the first one, ball whipped in from the sort of... um, from the line and and he just volleys it basically first time into the net it's a really tidy instinctive sort of uh, volley to open the score and then a close range header really good spatial awareness to find a little pocket of space uh, as as the ball is headed back across to him he's completely unmarked, he's in a great position nods it comfortably into the back of the net, he's now scored in each of his last four Uruguayan matches netting five times in the process and has 12 goals for club and country so far this season and the big Question here is Will he start against Manchester City at the weekend? I believe he should. I believe he could give us um, really good attacking transitions. You know, that ball over the top and behind a really high Manchester City line could be something that Liverpool look to expose Manchester City uh, with. Uh, McAllister was smiling after Argentina the World Cup holders um, beat Brazil by one goal to nil in the Maracana Stadium thanks to a Nicolas Otamendi second half header uh, game was marred by a clash between police and fans it was actually a delay of man, half an hour as fight broke out in the stand which was a bit of a ma- mental one um, but yeah McAllister played full 90 minutes for the champions Alisson Becker um, his Brazil side now found himself seriously in the qualifying standings and could miss out on going to a World Cup, that would be weird to see Brazil without uh, not at a World Cup, wouldn't it? Um, Louis Diaz's Colombia uh, beat Paraguay 1-0 he played 80 minutes of the game capping another, another emotional week uh, for the Liverpool man and uh, the Reds the young Reds lit up Goodison Park as England under 21s beat Northern Ireland 3-0 Harvey Elliott scored twice while there was a first goal for Tyler Morton as well and Jarrell Kwanza was the third Liverpool uh, player on display for the under 21s obviously now Elliott um is bang in form and staking a claim for a place against Manchester City. Elsewhere, Cody Gappo came on and scored as the Netherlands beat uh, Gibraltar by six goals to nil. Costa was withdrawn from the game between Greece and France as they drew 2 all. Kelleher played the first half as the Republic of Ireland drew one all with New Zealand. Wataru Endo's Japan had a good day as they beat Syria 5-0. Endo played 86 minutes. Ben Doak saw a late penalty saved as Scotland under the 21 well. A goal is by Hungary Scanlon got a full 90s England under 19s thrashed Mexico 7-1 um, and yeah there we are for the, the update obviously the big one here is Kostas Timakas and um, him he should be fit, according to This Is Anfield, for the game against Manchester City. The, the reason that he never played for Greece was more to do with the fact that they were concerned over a potential suspension due to yellow cards rather than fitness. So he was one yellow card away from serving a one-match ban, which would have taken on greater significance, given Greece's failure to qualify for the Euros through the traditional group route so it was important for them um, that he stays available uh, and they didn't want him to miss a game in the future if he picked up a yellow card so yeah he should be fit and available the question then is does timacast play or does joe gomez play at left back against manchester city could be dependent on what we're doing if we go four at the back could timacast be the one if we play our three box three formation could joe gomez be the one although i i do understand that the experiment didn't quite work against luton with joe at left back
0: cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care
1: Jürgen Klopp again has been speaking out uh, and is in agreement with Pep Guardiola this time around the 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. Uh, And Klopp has said, how can you put a game like this on at 12.30 on a Saturday? Honestly, the people making these decisions, they cannot feel football. It is not possible. And it is the moment where the world pays the most to see a football game. These two teams could have all together about 30 international players. They all come back on the same plane, by the way, all the South American players. They all fly back together. We put them on the plane from Uruguay, Brazil, Argentina and Colombia. One game, one plane. They all come back. We just have to make sure that we're ready. And this is the thing, isn't it? You know, Wouldn't it be terrible if the league and or this game was decided on who recovered best from a flight from the other side of the world? This should be the spectacle game of the Premier League. It's top versus seconds um, and second can go top. It's a proper top of the table clash. And yet... Half the players are going to be jet-lagged to fuck. What's that about? Like, don't... If I was the Premier League, wouldn't you want this to be the Monday night game? The spectacle that everybody can see where they've had the most rest and you put on the best football for the fans? Nah. They just want the money from TNT Sports and TNT Sports want the best game and their slot is 12.30 on the Saturday. So we get screwed again. Um, John Barnes randomly has been speaking out. I I didn't mention this when I did... um, The YouTube show I'm sure he was doing Something for Quality Street Um yeah, speaking at a quality street sustainability campaign this week, Barnes said of Salah. We know the situation with Mo. He's a hero for Muslims all over the world, and he'll be a hero in Saudi Arabia. But he said he wants to stay at Liverpool for the remainder of his contract. I'm sure that opportunity for Saudi Arabia will arise, as for when, we don't know. I expect him to stay at Liverpool for the next two years. If it changes, then it changes. He didn't go because he wanted to stay at Liverpool, and Liverpool wanted to keep him. He'll be 32-33 at the end of his contract, so I don't think him going is for the immediate future in January or next summer. Barnes, echoing the thoughts. Of every Liverpool fan. Thank you very much, John. Um, the biggest story, I suppose, today is that Barcelona are interested in Thiago Alcantara. Um, according to multiple reports from Spain, Mundo Deportivo being one of them, obviously Gavi's picked up a, a, a lengthy spell on the sidelines, picked up an injury, uh, a serious knee injury while on international duty with Spain. And Barcelona are now being forced to look at potential options. One of those options is former Barcelona player and graduate um, Tiago Alcantara. Now, it seems a bit of a strange one for me, this, because Tiago is injured. And, you know, Replacing an injured player, Gavi, with another injured player, Tiago. Although he is due back any day now, seems a little bit strange. Would they be wanting to pay a fee? Would they be wanting to pay a loan fee, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Who knows? I can't imagine it. Would Liverpool stand in the way with the options that they got and how comfortable they might feel with the potential midfielders that they've got at the football club now? Who knows? It's more likely to me that it's a small fee, two to five million pounds for Thiago to go in January, or he stays until the end of his contract. I'd be really surprised if Barcelona wanted Thiago while he's not fit. I would, I would. He'd have to at least play for the next six weeks until Thiago can't play for six weeks. Obviously, there's another story that broke a couple of days ago and that is Liverpool are plotting a January swoop for Portuguese defender uh, Gonzalo Inacio. Obviously, we're looking for a target, apparently after dropping interest in Andre, um, who ha- is a defensive target. This could be the guy, a potential long-term partner for Virgil van Dijk and that sentence is a little bit of a strange one isn't it but I suppose it does point to the fact that we do have a long term partner for Virgil van Dijk and I think his name is Ibu Kanate but I think there are genuine concerns about Ibu's fitness um, and his, his injury proneness at the moment Um it would be nice to see somebody like an Inasio coming in £52 million seems a lot of money um, and it would be a release clause and you would have to pay the release clause obviously in January could you wait till the summer maybe try and chip it down a little bit or would Sporting play hardball and say look pay it, pay it regardless if you're going to have to pay it regardless maybe you do pay it in January maybe you get them settled in a la Gakpo, a la Diaz in the January transfer window and maybe you get a little boost for a title charge it could be something but we're waiting with bated breath on this one but it does sound like Liverpool are are switching their attention from a defensive midfielder to a defender right now. And again, this is backed up by a, an article in The Standard saying that Fulham are ag- ahead, or reiterating, I should say, that Fulham are ahead of Liverpool and Manchester United in the race to sign the 30 million Brazil star. Marco Silva wants him. Um, the chief executive of Fulham, Alistair McIntosh, flew to Brazil for face to face talks last week. And the interesting line from this one for me. Um, it is... Let me see if I can find it. Do, 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 do. Hmm. I can't find the line. Let me see. Ah, his signing would be a major coup for Fulham with Liverpool out of the race and looking at defensive targets. Manchester United have only inquired so far. And this really is the first time I've seen it in an article with Andre for, for a week or so where it said, with Liverpool out of the race and looking at defensive targets. Um, it, it's to each their own. I mean, I, I do think Liverpool would benefit from the sign of Andre, but I do think Liverpool would benefit from defensive reinforcements as well. So, yeah, um, I my gut is telling me that Liverpool think they've got too many midfielders at the football club to be adding another one and not enough defenders. Um, and with Robertson's injury, Canate, and Matips, and Joe Gomez all being fairly injury prone, I think they're probably right to be fair. Um, Although I'd love both of them if we could. So there you go. That has been Bite Size for today, Wednesday the 20th of November. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this podcast. I've been Chris Pajak. Love you. Goodbye.